He's Andy. That guy's Evan. And this is Bad Watch, a podcast where we watch the shit out of shit. And Andy, what was the shit we watched this week? This week's shit was Between, which is on Netflix, and it has two seasons for an unknown reason. Now, we use seasons loosely because each of these is only six episodes, which I think... I don't know. I disagree. It's not loose. They Nate labeled it season two. They took more time. They took extra time to produce yeah, this, but I there's, imagine. There's no overabiding over authority that's like, a season must have X. Not, like they, Netflix is shooting from the hip and they know it. I'm on to you, Netflix. <laughs> well, um, yeah, you can tell because they're producing so, quality like this. <laughs> this. This show is called Between, which I think is a reference to the barbed wire. It's a poorly named show because it really should be surrounded if that's what it is named for. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't maybe. understand. I, I thought it was like between the ages of, sort of, is what I was thinking of. But it's everyone below the age of 22, right? So it's not between there. It's below. Or less sure. than. It is definitely <laughs> just, less than. It's just called less than. <laughs> it is for sure less than the title of this episode Um, is now between colon less than that's what this is (laughs) oh my goodness yes less than or equal to no it definitely but um so this stars one of the i did i did some digging this stars one of the people from iCarly but not iCarly this stars (laughs) iCostar um (laughs) and so do you want to talk about the recap or should I? Because the recap was actually pretty good. But granted, they only had to cover six episodes. Yeah, I, you, you can go ahead if you want to cover it. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in. I mean, my so, only note from that was death, basically. So the, the, the main thing you need to get from this recap is that we're in a town called Pretty Lake. And as far as I can tell, there are zero lakes. So maybe it's an aspirationally named uh, Hamlet, if you will. They were, but they were looking to my hollow out to the ground. <laughs> it's just in the previous season, adults start dropping like flies. And pretty soon they are all dead. And a spooky uh, voice on the radio says, everyone in Pretty Lake over the age of 22 has is now dead. And so basically, wasn't there? Okay, I kept trying to think of this while I was watching Between, and because I so rarely watch reality television, I couldn't think of the name of it, but there was like a reality show called Kid Town or something, where it was basically like they put all these kids in like an abandoned town and let them go Lord of the Flies. And I think someone saw that and was like, imagine if I got behind the wheel of this. (laughs) I'm going to try... reason. Let me Google Kid Town. Well, so the other, the, I don't think we mentioned it. We did watch season two, episode one with no foreknowledge of what was going on. So, you know, we tried we, to yeah. watch. Our, our ride or die, folks. Our ride or die. It's called Kid Nation. Okay. That's what it that is. That sounds awful. But I was just like, I, I watched the recap and I, was, and I was like, okay, everyone died. All the, all, the, all the sane people died. And now it's Lord of the Flies plus... Um, since it's still twenty people in twenty one, there's going to be a bunch of, a bunch of uh, hopefully attractive people boning, I guess, and having having drama. Yeah. About and this. Um, it, they they say at one point like how many of these young adults and under are still alive? It's like five hundred. Five forty one. Five forty one. And so there's this one guy, Gord. 
he's named after a squash. He is most assuredly not 21. He is most assuredly at least 30. (laughs) He is at least 30. I looked up like that, you know... A black don't crack, but that that man is not twenty one. He he is he is a black man, but he is also definitely older than twenty one. It's crazy. Oh, like it's um, it's you know because they always they always do this like oh we're all in high school da da da. But it was like I was like you are nope. <laughs> I'm not buying that for a second. <laughs> yeah. So there's five hundred forty one like basically kids in this town, and uh, there's this shot of them doing a a mass funeral pyre for all of the adults and my main takeaway from that i was like so 541 children and teenagers and young people carried the thousands of adults in this town who died into one central area and set them all on fire i was like that is a huge organizing effort who did this was it the mayor like what like because that is cr- like logistically. Just think about it, Andy. You do logistics. That is insane, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's it's a lot of it's a lot of work for people who are you know want to play video games. I guess I don't. There's there, there's a lot of just stuff like just like this is interesting because I feel like this we're in separate places where because you seem to be going into the nitty gritty for once in your life, and I'm like I'm not I'm not asking that. I'm okay, just well, past it. really, yeah, I really Andy enjoy this is swap. for once in his life not obsessed with all the weirdness of this world, which is all <laughs> I could think about because everything else is so like unnoteworthy like i was just trying to figure out like how did they get to the like we do in in (laughs) season two we do learn that it's been four weeks since the end of the previous season and i co-host has had a baby the father of the baby was the father of one of the other like 21 year olds in the town the the one people call the rich kid Chuck, is maybe? That, is that the father? I, I, I don't think I caught his name. I think I didn't, Chuck. I also didn't ever catch the name of the iCarly girl. I co-host. Um, I co-host. I never caught her name. because so I, I, I have all these notes where it's just girl and baby. I just caught that. There are two. Yeah. There are groups I mean, that's, of girl babies. Who I in our defense, <laughs> her one character trait is... In, in season one, I'm guessing her one character trait was pregnant. In season two, her one character trait is baby. I know the baby's name is Jason. Ba- baby and in pain occasionally. That, yeah, that's she's having like now. weird kidney stone pains or something. <laughs> I don't. I was. Yeah, they kept and she doesn't tell anyone because oh yeah, let's let this. Let's we should just let this grow. Like it was. Yeah, oh, but man. so I'm gonna try and move on from the weirdness. But we should talk about how this is like the stand, but bad. And you can make the <laughs> argument that the stand is bad. I haven't seen the new television series, but the book I enjoyed. Um, so in season one, all the adults die, and this whole town of Pretty Lake is wrapped up in barbed wire. No one's allowed to go in or out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. because they think the young people in Pretty Lake are contagious and are somehow giving this virus to the adults in their lives and killing everyone. And as far as I can tell, Pretty Lake is the only place in the world that is having this particular outbreak. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, maybe they made this before they knew about, like, open animal markets and stuff like that, because then they could have, like, a reason for it to spawn there. I don't, it doesn't seem like they know why it has spawned there. Yeah, no one was eating bats in Pretty Lake, as far as we can tell. Bats that mix their blood with pigs that were, you know, food, like, that sort of thing where, you know, like, yeah, well, I'm curious to see, no, I'm sorry, I am curious why, but I am not going to look forward and see why this virus occurred because I don't care enough. The show's not good enough for me to spend now, my time. In these in these sort of apocalyptic, not post-apocalypse, but apocalypse now sort of young adult worlds, 
generally, this is the the inciting incident, in this case, this uh, plague, is a metaphor for something else. And I could not, for the life of me, figure out what they were trying to convey with the death of all these adults over 21. Because <laughs> in the stand, it's clearly like <laughs> analogous to the rapture, right? And sure. here, it's, I don't know, if you it just start... Is. If you, if you start drinking, you're, you're going to die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're digging too deep on this one. It's not. They just, they were like, let's, I want to have a show where parental, well, that's the thing. If writers, if you don't have to write the backstory, if you don't have to care about people's parentage and like where they come from, you, you get freedom to do whatever you want as a writer, right? So I think they were like, let's be lazy. Everyone's dead from a plague. Let's have fun. And that's, that's what this is. It's not, don't look too deep. <laughs> yeah. I, I okay. I'm gonna try and take off my English major hat, um, but it's it, the long story sh- short, ladies and gentlemen, is it's very bad. So I co-host yep. is dating some guy who in season one I think shot his dad, and I believe his dad was a scientist looking for a cure, and at one point it appears Wait, that the father dies from the plague, yes. only to return later. Yep in the recap when he is shot by his son <laughs> yeah it was this is it's a weird there's like some bullshit like the writers are like oh he deleted everyone but now i want some of them back so here you go it's, it's, it's very bizarre um <sighs> but we do have a crazy scene at the very start of season two that's right this these, was awesome they this was by far note. my favorite moment it set the bar so high and it <laughs> failed to ever reach it again yes. because these two parents they're like our son was here visiting his aunt we want to go in and like take care of him we're not expecting to leave like we know if we go in we'll probably die blah 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 and the soldiers are they're they, i don't know it kind of felt like they were trying to make the soldiers sound like stormtroopers where they all have the same <laughs> monotone uh, mm-hmm. affect and voice and they're like, no one in or out. <laughs> so they're, they turn around and then they see another area of the fence and they're like, well, there's no guards here. And there's a moment where they're but like, there is a sign that says there's a minefield. It, there is a sign clearly indicating it's a minefield. But these people <laughs> in their Ford Forerunner or whatever they're, they're driving, they go for it and they make it maybe 10 seconds into this open field filled with mines before they explode and it is amazing and, and it is so completely excited. unremarked upon by yes. anyone outside or inside the town like a pillar of smoke or in the sky <laughs> like no one went to the gate to look no nothing uh, and i and, and then as they're talking uh as they're like doing this they, you get a shot it cuts to like some kids like being assholes to the guards and yeah and they they're like spitting at them yeah, they focus on one, so I assume that was their shitty child being a shitty fourteen-year-old or something with you know no God, school. Or... Maybe yeah, maybe we were supposed to know who that kid's parents were, but it seemed yeah, like they... he lived in the town. So I don't know, or maybe he's just camping out in his aunt's house playing video games. Okay, my last quibble. Well, it's not a quibble; it's a major thing. My last. Quake if, it's, if this is your last quibble, is, I have, I have is Quake for you. is Quake the bigger form of quibble? Anyway, my last Quake. It's unclear, first of all, how long it took for all of the adults to die and how long the children have been on their own because it seems that there is still power and running yeah, water. That was, 
that was interesting. Like they're like the government. We find out later that the government like isn't giving them food, but they're still supplying with them with both water and power. And I was like, I don't. Yeah, none and of this it, makes sense. And that's one of the interesting things about the stand is like immediately all of the power and stuff goes away because there's no one at the power plant. People like it doesn't just it. run yeah. on its own. <laughs> And so it was really weird to see these kids like sitting around listening to rap, like SoundCloud yeah. rap, playing shoot 'em up yeah, video was, games. Did they have the internet too? Like it was. That was the uh, other thing. I was like, who are they gaming with? Like, are they online? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, they all just happen to have games and have bots. I don't really like. I was, I was yeah. It, I was like, this is strange. It was so I, poorly conceived and carried out. Um, you know what? Let's let's be fair. It's possible that they just explained it away in the first season, but they they did gave nothing away in the second here. So we were just it's a slim out. possibility, I think. <laughs> um, but well, everyone, they do say that everyone in the town is hungry because they are running out of food. Because there's, I think, well, the one farmer, Gord, who is the one grown up disguised yeah. as a child. He's a grown up in <laughs> yeah. in two trench coats to oh look like. He's <laughs> just. But he has a farm and one cow, and he and his younger sister, Frank, I think. Yeah. I yeah. assumed it was sister. Like, yeah, you they didn't seem father-daughter. It's hard daughter. to tell. Yeah. Um, but well, okay, they... so let's, I mean, we should probably go through the, the story, like, the events as they occur. So I, can... I mean, oh, fine. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what happens first? Um, so, oh, yeah, okay, so the... the mom, I co-host and baby are standing outside the school. For just no like reason. looking at it because she's well that's the thing i guess people everyone has a good reason to be depressed like they're all gonna die there so i sort of get it but she's like staring at the school and it's sad and then a boy walks up and they chat and they're like things things aren't going well and that's that's like the conversation there isn't that isn't but isn't that the guy she spends the entire rest of the episode with yeah and the, his okay yeah, that's to be adam so so this conversation because later in the episode, spoiler alert, these two have sex, which is fine. It's consensual. Wait, did they have sex? Yeah, in the old lady's house. They No, he like kissed her, and then she. I thought she rolled over because okay. she hurt. They're clearly together. No, that was in the middle of the night. She rolled over with weird oh, okay. pains. But they're clearly together. Yes, they are. Yeah. And that was very unclear from this initial conversation. It was sort yeah, of like felt very they had met abrupt. the day before and just <laughs> ran into each other again. By oh, chance. Hey, look at it you. was really strange. And then it turned out they were living together, and I was like, oh, yes. okay. I don't... <laughs> it was so oh, confusing. God. And then the apparently Adam talks about how he has a plan or, or a means of escape. Yeah, they, they go home and they're and they're chatting. He's like, he's like, we need to just get out of here. And my my notes are, Adam is a moron. He's like ready to believe anything about the situation. The government is lying about us about to us about one hundred percent of everything. He's like, we're not. And also, he was like, the government is like, they could come any day to finish us off. And I was like, they're already starving you to death. Apparently, I don't understand what. Like, yeah, they're. It's literally a siege where they are. They're hoping everyone in there dies. I, yeah, um, I think so. It's crazy. Um, we do learn later the government has been telling everyone outside of Pretty Lake that they are ha- giving them more food than they could ever eat. They're well taken yeah. care of. And none of that is true. But yeah, yeah he has this cockamimi plan to sneak out from some like tunnel from World War II bunker days or something. Some, it's something. It's some and random tunnel we go. found. She doesn't want to go because she's like, if we leave and go to the next town, we could spread this beyond Pretty Lake, 
Which is, you know, she's like concerned about yeah, life. <laughs> she's she has empathy and is thinking of other human beings. Whereas Adam uh, says, I don't know, we could die here any day. So let's maybe yeah. go kill some other people while we're at it. It seems to be his rationale. Yeah, he's like, I'm just bored. I'm, I'm ready to go. And then but then he's like in the conversation, cause she's resistant. He's like, no, I, I, you know, I have to take care of you and the kid. Like he's worried about her. And but it's not his kid. It's, yeah, it's. I couldn't. I didn't know that. That right. I was just like, I mean, okay. I think so it's got to be. It's whoever is Chuck's father. Okay. Yeah, because so I think Chuck even says later, like, "Hey, little bro." Like, okay. Because talking to the baby, but I had I had missed that. Chuck thing, is a creep. He's like hanging out by this child fight club yeah. later. Oh, oh yeah, that's. <laughs> We're gonna to have that. to talk about Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, so then it's it's nighttime and uh, um, like we see a kid a, a young black kid he's got a wagon he's wheeling away from he's got um, a, he's got like, like a someplace and yeah. we see he's a, the town a, bag kid like the I town guess, bag lady but a child short lived <laughs> yeah. this, this other guy comes up and he sees like the lock a lock to wherever he was at it turns out it's his bar uh, I guess his bar um, was broken and he looks at the kid and he's like, oh no, I gotta solve this. And Yeah, he hears he the, the tinkling of the bottles in this kid's little cart. And yeah. he goes up and he's like, hey, so take great. whatever you want, but leave the booze. And the kid's like, no, I won't. I'm a little shit. And then <laughs> he takes out a shit. knife. Yeah, and so when the when the much stronger and bigger twenty one year old tries to grab the booze, the kid takes out his exacto knife and stabs him in the leg, and then there's a bit of a scuffle. And the well, kid... no, there isn't. That's the thing. It's not. It is. This is my. This is my other. My. This, okay. This show peaked a couple times. This was. This was flipping amazing. Also, very much unremarked upon. At, during yes. this episode, really. It's yes, so I was going in thinking, oh, this is going to be the major plot point of how this 21-year-old killed, like, an 8-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're going to have to do, like, a, uh, like a what is that, a kangaroo court. They're going to have to do yeah, something. Yeah, like, they're, they're going to do, like, a Lord of the Flies thing. There's going to be some yeah. shit going on. Okay, Don't talk but... until you have the conch shell. Um, <laughs> it, but he, so the kid, I was being generous when I said there's a bit of a scuffle because as far as he, we can tell, yeah. this child is slammed into the side of a car with the knife pointing towards him no, it is, and then it he is, dies. It is the most awkward choreography. I don't know how many times they gave this kid a chance to do this, but he failed every time because if this was the best they could get out of him, it's so disappointing. It's just really he's weird. Like, so there's a car next to this kid. And they're, like, just basically uh, alongside a vehicle on, on the side of the road. And so he's, like, hey, like, like no one else is around, except there turns out to be someone watching. Um, but he's, like, hey, no, like, just give me the stuff. You're not, because you're, a, I don't know, he's, like, a reasonable human. You'll probably kill yourself with booze at age 10 or whatever, how old you are. And the kid takes another swipe, like, overbalances, hits the car, and, like, just stabs himself in the chest and that starts is, crying and then dies and it is amazing. I wish Andy were exaggerating, but that is almost beat for beat exactly what happens to this little and, boy. And my favorite. So then he's like, "Oh, I gotta dispose of the body because everyone's gonna think." I was like, "Okay, that's fair. Everyone's gonna think." So he that I that he murdered him. So he drives off with the wagon, I think, and the body. Which also was the first time I was like, wait, they have gasoline? Because where they they were, it apparently is this abandoned parking lot beside the bar. And all of these cars look like beat to shit. So I was like, Mm -hmm. how long have they been there? What is going on? Like, did they break into all these cars looking for like granola bars or something? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. 
drives off, and my favorite part of this is he doesn't take the time, because, like, later he meets this girl in the bar, and, like, they have a little chat, and it re- reveals that they have some history together, we were great together, and they, like, kiss, and it was weird, because She's she like, definitely saw him murder someone. She is still interested in him after watching him commit child murder. Yeah, she, he goes, he goes, it's not what it looked like. She's like, it looked, it's pretty clear to me what it looked like. And then he doesn't take the time to say, by the by, I didn't actually murder him. That was a seppuku thing. He, he messed up himself. He doesn't take, he doesn't bother to say that. All he says is, no, you know, he doesn't. It, he doesn't do anything to defend himself. <laughs> and when she, like a reasonable human. It's insane. She, so she is like, after accusing him of child murder, She's then making moves on him, and she's like, yeah. I thought we had something. And he goes, I thought we did, too. And then she's like, well, why did you burn it to the ground? And he says, because that's what I'm good at. And then they kiss. And she yeah, says, and so at least you're honest. And I was like, well, ladies and gentlemen, romance is not dead. Because look at these two. They, they move past a child murder. Two seconds. It was... It was- crazy and it was it was uh, the most uh, bizarre thing and that is also, the last time anyone talks about this dead child <laughs> yeah i was nuts and then, like the other part was i was just thinking about this poor kid who this child actor who's got like terrible self-murder death on on his imdb, IMDb yeah boy <laughs> boy with knife is the most generous thing you could put on his imdb so, boy with knife excellent and self-murder like i was like Oh my god. Um, oh, his resume's gonna look awesome. <laughs> it's craziness. So then we so there's also okay, going back to how this this murdered kid or the fact that he's missing never comes up again. There is an orphanage it's, that one of the like 19-year-olds is trying to manage. Samantha, where, I think her name was, and Gord. So yeah. yeah, that that's where we cut to Gord and Gord, who definitely is a 21, and his kid sister Franny, she notices mm-hmm. the wagon and grabs something out of it. Yeah, she and... sees this kid's belongings outside the orphanage, and she picks up the bag. And yeah. she and Gord are there to deliver food. And the woman inside, well, the 19-year-old person inside is like, this isn't going to last us a week. And Gord's like, we have to ration our foodstuffs. I lived in v- I lived through Vietnam, and this is how yeah, we did there's it. Like, <laughs> and there's like, there's like... I don't know, 60 kids, 70 kids. Uh, there's so many. In this, it looks like it's just her. And I was like, this is, this is yeah. not a healthy situation. It really feels like there's these Gord and this woman talking, and they're piping in the sounds of screaming children yeah. into this abandoned building. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but then I think this is when uh, I co-host and Adam are trying to, they go to the tunnel yeah, uh, she yeah, finally decides a... to, I guess, like try it out because they find on the map there's a farmhouse in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere, and they want to go there and a see if anyone's there, and b if someone is there, they are planning. Their plan is to hang out until that person either dies or not. Yeah. Right? Which, and <laughs> I mean, if you don't have another way to test for contagion, and you're kind of willing to be shitty with people's lives, okay. That seems sort of fair. If you're gonna... Yeah. But, and then, so there's so many moments of incredible dialogue in this show. There's a moment where Adam and I co-host are about to go in the tunnel and he turns to her and he says, are you ready? She's like, no. And he says, me neither. And then he goes inside. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh and it take, the show takes itself so seriously. And yeah, now I think we cut thing. to a guy sitting beside the grave of his brother. 
Well, they right? well, so first they 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 go through the tunnel a little bit. They see a locked door, and he shoots the lock off in one shot, which is like not like not how like go. That's not how that works. But this. no, it's not. But that's what <laughs> and, he, and she's he's like, like, "Do you know how to use a gun?" And he's like, "We're about to find out." And I was like, "Wow, yeah, I mean, cool!" Shoots it off in one shot, and I was like, "This is <laughs> no okay, whatever, I'm fine." Moving on. <laughs> I guess he got we, that merit badge with scouts or something. Yeah, it was weird. And then we go back to oh, this is Renee and Jack. Renee, yeah, was it? yeah, Jack. I like I messed so, up his name because these guys were all looking the same to me. They do. Like, they're all know. like nondescript white guys. So Jack with dark is, hair, like all they all had dark yeah, hair too. And all I was with like, dark I don't, hair. I'm missing. <laughs> um, Jack is kneeling beside the grave of who we learn is his older brother, who I think was like right. 24 or something. Yeah. And then there's a, sh- a shot. I'm guessing the brother was like a, a bigger character in season one because Jack is suddenly talking to him as if he's like yeah. an apparition or ghost. Uh-huh. And, and then the, a ghost that sticks around and then says, oh, do you want me to leave? Like when he starts it, chatting up this girl, Renee, who shows up. <laughs> it's yeah. He's like making jokes about his brother trying to bone. And it's like, dude, just what? Stop. And But yeah, so Renee says something like. Uh, you got food here, like or something like it's like, like no, it's, there's no food anywhere. It's weird, and they're like, there's like, there's, I mean, there was like legitimate some chemistry between them, which is sort sure. of cool because I was like, because none of the other characters yeah. have shown anything. Yeah, I was like, these two are actually like talented. Let's give them more screen time. So <laughs> they're hanging like, out, making hot chocolate, and they put some booze in it. And he's like, I've never seen you around before. And she says vaguely where she lives. And I'm like, what is that like the black part of town? Like, because there's a weird, there's a weird pause after she says this. I was like, is that the wrong side of the tracks? And then he's like, oh yeah, I guess I've never hung out there. And I was like, what? She is, she is a black, she's black. She is. Yeah, she is black. black. (laughs) But it was Um, sort of like, okay. Because I thought this was a smaller town. I don't know. Yeah, there was like, it it said at the beginning, it went from like 8,000 something people to like, Less than you know. 500. Oh, I missed the eight thousand number. I, I was focused on the yeah, second half. So okay, it's roughly so you about could, that. You could definitely not know people. You know. Yeah, like, and particularly that's, that's if you're of an town. age where you're no longer in high school or something. Yeah. It's definitely possible, but they just make it happen so awkwardly here in this weird meet cute. <laughs> so then, um, Jack and Renee they start to kiss, and his sister comes back. I was not clear who his sister was. It's not the girl who doesn't care about child murder, and it's not the girl who's running the orphanage. It's another girl who looks exactly like both of those two women. <laughs> so, and she, I think her only defining feature, she has like a labray piercing. Is that what that's called? In the middle of your bottom lip? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, she I has one of those. I don't know piercing names. Uh, but yeah, no, that, oh yeah, his name, I I was like, I called that guy uh, not Mark, because it turns out his name was Ronnie, when his sister Tracy barges in on Renee oh, and Ronnie. Oh, I've been calling him Jack. Oops. Uh, yeah. So, um, Ronnie was like, he was all pissed at the sister for cock-blocking him. Yes. And they, so he's like, can we just talk to you in the other room? And after she like set his gun down, and it's important because they come back and Renee has left soundlessly. Um, and stole with his the gun, gun and booze. So did the sister have the gun and she was bringing it back yeah. from her like shopping trip or whatever? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So I mean, it seems like the town's sort of peaceful, but everyone's also going armed. Yeah, I, they also have uh, a lot of guns per capita in Pretty Lake. Or also, I have to say, a shit ton of free cash floating around. Yes. So then we cut to Adam and uh, Girl Baby, who are escaping. They get spot. They they make it through the tunnel. It goes past the minefield, and then they're walking, and they 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 pass directly 
uh, under a tree with a webcam on it that then the you know they play that a very undisguised like, webcam yeah it's very um, clear like very like really <laughs> obvious and visible and they just walk, march right by to the farmhouse they found and they knock on the door and the woman is like oh hello and they're like oh our car broke down a mile away uh mm-hmm. and she's like oh young people without their cell phones my my and she, the I co-host is like, well, he forgot to pack the chargers, and the woman's like, well, men, and it's like, <laughs> I was like okay. All and right. I was like, can you just all agree right away that you know they're from Pretty Lake, and you yeah, know seemed... this is like this whole charade is unnecessary. Yeah, the lady was like, oh, we don't, get, I don't get money visitors these days ever since they put up the fence. Like it was like, it was yeah. like, okay, you already suspect some stuff. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I, oh, I haven't had a visitor in a while. Wink, and like, <laughs> come in and have some cookies. I bet you don't have those where you're from. Wink. <laughs> then, they, then they eat cookies and they both moan like they're like, oh my god, cookies. <laughs> It's like that meme, Ermagerd Cookers. <laughs> oh my god! So then, then the government shows up looking for them because they and, saw them on the webcam. And she and the woman's like, you know, she she's a farmer type, salt of the earth, hates the government. Well, I uh, do declare, I think I did see those two marching on past Route Three. Mm-hmm. They travel north of here. They're definitely not inside my living room. Yeah. She's yeah. not so Southern, she, but that would be more interesting yeah. if she was. So then she makes make some, she's like, I'm going to make you two some real food. And then the baby's, uh, she, is like hungry and they're out of formula. Um, so she's okay, like, I'll go if, shopping. Now, I don't mean to, I know like whether or not to breastfeed your child is like a very personal decision. But if you gave birth in a town where you knew like there was no more food coming, wouldn't you think... I'm going to try breastfeeding. <laughs> well, listen, I, what, like, did they show a recap of her having the baby or is it someone yes. else's? Okay. It I is missed, her baby and it. she did have it at the end, I think end of season one. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that would be my, the logical choice. That seems right? like but... be, for the first year of the kid's life, you've got, you've, you're good to go. I don't like, I mean, generally it gets, it, it, I mean, breastfeeding is ridiculous and crazy because sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Um, so the that's, human body. What a miracle. bonkers. <laughs> what a wonky, gross, What a disgusting miracle. miracle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mostly yeah. functional thing. <laughs> yeah, but I was, I would have been like, I, because the woman offers to go buy the, uh, I co-host more formula and Adam's right. like, I don't think that's a good idea. And the old lady's like, oh, right. I could also be infected and possibly soon die. But I would have been like, well, I'm not going to get shit for you because you could breastfeed him. Or at least you could have. I think that window closed. Yeah, prob- probably right. Um, uh, also, I think they were just like, let's just avoid the whole situation. Also, it gives us a reason to have more stress if you're looking for formula constantly. I can. Yeah. And then um, they go so to then, sleep, right? Then we They go to bed. Yeah. And then, but then we cut to the rich boy. This was still like during the day. Rich boy kid who I don't recall his name, but he was spying on the kids. Very uh, creepily. He, well, he sees the, well, he, first he interrupts, he's just hanging out at Fight Club. Fight Club. Thousands of dollars on fist fights. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally, this kid wins $3,000 for beating up another super scrawny kid. <laughs> like, it's insane. And he, Chuck is trying to figure out reasonably, like, where are they getting this cash? Because he says to the kid, he's like, you know, cash is meaningless inside the fr- inside the fence. And the kid's like, yeah, well, maybe to you. And then he spits blood like a badass. And then, <laughs> like because you don't talk about Fight Club, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and so then Chuck, oh my God. Chuck goes and he follows that he follows them and he's got some cool binocular binox. He sees mm-hmm. them chatting to the guards at the fence. The and they're no guards... longer like hurling epithets at them. Now yeah. they're like they're making deals. Yeah, they're they're wheeling and dealing over there. They're not trying to spit on the guards anymore. And they throw over the cash and the guard throws over a bag of I think food, they say later, yeah. right? Pretty sure. Yeah, like he's like this can buy you know like when he gives them like ten thousand dollars or something, Chuck Chuck yeah. gives ten Chuck... like they can buy a lot of cheeseburgers. Chuck <laughs> is one one character trait is that he was the rich kid in town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's just another nondescript white boy, like every other surviving male in pretty Lake. but he goes to this kid's like frat house squat <laughs> yeah. and he walks in and he's like, I want in, I know what you're doing with the fight club winnings. <laughs> and no yeah. one says, don't talk about fight club, which is such a missed opportunity. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> But yeah, he gives these two like eleven year olds ten thousand dollars, and they make the joke about cheeseburgers, like Andy said. And he talks them into this cockamimi plan involving a military van and a sniper gun with somehow that somehow has tranquilizer darts. Yes, right. Yes, it was all so strange. And he was like, "I want to, I want to buy my freedom." And I was like, "This is crazy, right here." And we do, I think. So Chuck's girlfriend is the woman trying to run the orphanage and she is also the older sister of fight club kid right Mm. because she finds out about chuck's plan because her younger brother came to say goodbye which i mean the conies on this kid because he goes to his (laughs) older sister and he's like peace out sis i'm I'm leaving town you know that barbed wire that's nothing to me and then he probably spits more blood and just walks away. But she find, That's how she finds out about their plan. Because he's probably like, by the way, Chuck's coming with us. <laughs> and then so Chuck gets the girlfriend involved. And we cut back to the farmhouse. I co-host and Adam wake up for breakfast. And the old lady is dead. Yes. Which it seems upset. like the, the primary symptoms of this illness are that you start leaking blood out of every orifice. And then Which you is, die. I mean, that's. I mean, that's I think like that's Ebola actually similar that, so. to what happens with Ebola. But the other thing that's been going on is, over the course of this is, uh, we had Gord made make his food run. Yes. And go and back Franny. to Yeah, Gord and Franny. They go back to um, the food, the place where he was storing the food. Apparently, like he oh, had his all the stash food, I guess. house. His yeah. stash house, which was an abandoned home, just in the middle of the and town, and not somewhere. his home because he not, goes there yeah. later. Yeah, so he just stored it in a random house. Someone had found it, I guess, and stolen it all. And then he goes into the bar and accuses Mark, who um, didn't, but it really looked like he did, murdered a 14-year-old boy earlier in the episode. Yep. He, he accuses Mark of stealing all the food and then walks away. And that was like yeah. all that happened. It yeah. was such and a he, strange interaction. He says that Mark is the only one who knew where Gord was keeping the food. And Mark's like, I didn't take your shit, man. And then the his girlfriend, I guess, who still doesn't care about child murder, she goes up to Mark and she's like, "Well, did you take it?" And he just doesn't answer. Yeah, it was like that character. They're they're like, you know what? This character is just never going to appropriately respond to anything. That's he, just that's yeah. his flaw. It's really really bizarre. They're like, we have to leave this open ended in case this is important so, later. It's really so strange. weird. I don't. Like, why did they make those choices? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Uh, then, so Gord and Franny 
then go home because one of the things mark says to gourd he's like well it's easy for you to hoard all this food when you have all those cows waiting at your farm and gourd's like i have one cow which is still far more than any what any of the other people have in terms of cows Mm -hmm. um and long-term food supplies uh but it's franny's like 4-h cow and Gord. This, is, this was also. This is another peak of the show. This was such a stupid and amazing moment. I was so happy. This was this was Gord's John Wick moment. God, where... it was. It was. Oh, can I? Can I do it? This is yeah, so, go for I it. need to explain it. So he's. So he's like, I. We we don't have food. All the food's gone. It's time. It's time to kill the cow and butcher it. So he just he gets his gun and Franny's like, quick on the uptake and it's like no. No, no, this is this is Franny's you would moment think to shine. If it, if she was so attached to this animal, she would start saying like, "Not old Bessie," but she's just like, "No, not my cow." It's like you yeah, couldn't even come up with a name, name for the like, cow. <laughs> so so he's just like he's like, "Yeah, no, this is happening." But my favorite my favorite part of this is like, okay, so that's a cow, right? And it's in its stall. It's in a, it's not like out on the field. It's in a stall. Mm-hmm. It's not that's not a place where you're gonna butcher the animal. Uh, so he and doesn't he just leave it. Li- he, yeah, he leaves it there to kill it. He, he just so he walks in. She gets in the stall, tries to block him. He moves the gun, but the gun is still you know like three inches the 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 barrel like the end of the barrel where all mm-hmm. the sound is emanating from is mm-hmm. like three inches from her head. And they cut away, and you hear a gunshot. And I was like, oh, he also just made a sister deaf. Yeah, he just <laughs> deafened her in one ear. I had the same <laughs> thought. I was like, holy, like, I was like, like <laughs> so he but so he killed the cow there. And now like he doesn't like. How are you going to get that dead animal out of that stall now? Yeah, because like, Franny's not going to fucking help you. She's, she's 30 pounds. I don't know. She's 30 it's pounds just... soaking wet, and also you killed her cow that she never named. <laughs> I was like, and then he just he just walks away, and I was like... It would have been, uh, been so tools? funny, though, doing? if Gord was like, Franny, you got to help me move this cow. And she's just like, what? I can't hear you. I'm deaf in that ear because you shot my cow inches away from my head. That's good. Next episode, it's just him trying to get her to push, and she just acts like she can't hear anything she says. <laughs> oh my god, it was so I, I like I paused it. I was just like, that was insane. What is any of this? I don't understand why any of this had to happen this way. It's oh my god. bizarre. But um, Adam and I co-host. They realize that they are contagious, and mm-hmm. they then go back to the tunnel and they try to re-enter pretty lake and mm-hmm. we'll cut yeah. we'll get back to them at the very end but meanwhile fight club kid the his his like co co henchman person chuck and chuck's girlfriend are putting their plan into action Gosh, which seems to consist of the two fight club kids taking a huge duffel bag full of two hundred thousand dollars to the fence yeah. And they say, well, we can't throw it over. It's 200K. You got to open the gate. And meanwhile, Chuck is like in the trees and it's winter. He's not even wearing camouflage. He's just like chilling in the trees with this huge sniper rifle with a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> and, and, and I also note, there's a single guard at this gate. Just yes. They, they make a big point of like showing up right after shift change. But earlier there were like three guards standing around. Also, and also this guard brings out 
a puppy. I don't know yes, why. That is what the two it? children decide to buy with their $200,000. I, I was like, this show could either, like, there's, this show gets so dark because either they're trying to raise this puppy to butcher it or they're raising this puppy and they, they're kids and so they're not thinking about how they're going to feed it and then they have to watch the puppy die yeah, of fucking starvation. Like, this is insane. Yes, yes. But yeah, and the guard wasn't like, guys, listen, let me just get you a lot of food. How about that? I'll it, just. Let, he was. He was like, no, there's a puppy. I gotta bring a puppy to work with it's, me. No it really feels like one of those. Well, as we agreed, if you show up with 200k, I'll show up with an adorable cocker spaniel puppy. <laughs> oh then he pulled that out, and I was just like, what? Wait, what? I don't. It, I don't understand why this is occurring. It's bananas. It's bananas. And all, it's like, where are the other guards? Why is there just this one guard? Why does he have a puppy? Did none of the other guards notice the puppy? What is happening? Can this puppy only be seen by children? What? But anyway, he opens the gate and he gives oh them the puppy God. and he goes to count the the money, which is when Chuck shoots him with the tranquilizer dart. And nails and, him. It gets past his armor. Perfect yeah, shot. Just hits him right in the thigh. The guy goes down. And, and I think he mumbles like, you've betrayed me as <laughs> he goes down. And I was like, that was yeah, really well, He also says something <laughs> into his walkie, like, we've got a code, blah, blah, blah. We've so, been yeah. breached. Something like that. But he does say to the kids, like, how could you? <laughs> a2 <laughs> it was, Brute? <laughs> it was so weird. Like, his uh, reaction. But yeah, uh, then the sister is speeding up in the van. Chuck's... Good they, idea. Oh, they First have good one of the idea. military vans for whatever reason. They have yeah. a military van. For some van, reason, so one of the military looks... vans is inside the fence. So Chuck's one up. good idea in this episode is to make the kids put the puppy back in the guard hut. Yeah, again, <laughs> He refuses again, like, to let why? them take it with them. Yeah, and I was like, that's good, but like, still, I, what are they doing with this puppy? <laughs> like, it's it, so I just, strange. oh my god, it's Chekhov's puppy. It's so sad. Yeah, so then they, uh, then we cut to Adam and uh, girl, girl baby, I Carly, uh, I co host. I co host. They, they're in the tunnel. They're in the tunnel, and they meet someone down there who claims he has a cure for the virus and is trying to get in. Yes, and, and then there's an explosion? There's a series of explosions, which I don't know was like a mine, the minefield thing, maybe or something. Yeah, but a series it's, of explosions. Collapses. It's unclear what was what were the explosions, and he, it seems as if this man with the cure earns their trust by trying to shelter them from the explosion. While Adam was holding a gun to his. While joint, Adam so. was putting a gun on him, and well, the, the kid, the cure guy, he says that would be so funny if he was dressed like Robert Smith, and he's like, "I have the cure." <laughs> But he's, with a, with he's, a clown notes on his face. Oh, he's no. like, I'm trying to get into um, uh, Pretty Lake because I have the cure. And Adam's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you're Adam so-and-so, right? I worked with your dad. And that's when Adam cocks the gun. He's like, wrong answer. And, yeah, and I was like, so whoa, there's some I mean, we weird daddy history, drama going just, on there. Yeah. And then there's this explosion. And that's the end of the episode. So I have to say... After I, I didn't, I wasn't quick enough to escape from the show at that point, and Netflix autoplay kicked in. And I'll oh, see. I turned next, off autoplay. I'm a champ. I, I am not. I'm a chump. And but if so, you go into my continue watching, it is a horror show. It's just, <laughs> it's the worst of the worst in there. Netflix is on to me. I think they're like, it's terrible. But anyway, they're like, they're like, we knew we made this content for someone. <laughs> At last, we found him. Our the perfect the viewer. <laughs> 
But the next episode, I, I have to say, so I have to go into the beginning of this because I watched for like, I don't know, two minutes before I realized, like, what am I doing to myself? <laughs> I kick off. The, the kids are in the van. They're fleeing. Uh, and they're like, Mark, so what's the plan? And he's like, well, you know, the plan was to get out of Pretty Lake. I got us out of Pretty Lake. And they're like, that's the plan? And he's like, you mean yeah. Wait, do you mean Chuck? Or Chuck, yeah, sorry. Chuck. Okay, rich kid, the rich Chuck. kid in the van, in the van. The girl. I was like, wait, the they stopped the at boys. the bar to pick up the child murderer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is, seems like the worst idea. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He'll accidentally kill more children. <laughs> so they're they're running and they're like they don't have a plan and they see another van and they're like oh no what do we do and then a sniper shoots and kills the driver the the girlfriend. Oh, and she, holy smokes. So she, like, it starts out, like, she's dead. And they're like, uh, let's just go back to Pretty Lake. And then they turn away, turn around and run back. And I was like, I don't, like, what was? So all, all of that was insane. for nothing. Yeah. They don't have a puppy. They, they have 200,000 meaningless dollars. <laughs> and a dead girlfriend. It was Wowzers. So, it was, and, like, no one was screaming either. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, got us. Time to go. <laughs> It was really man, weird. Man, Fight Club Kid, he is tough <laughs> as nails. He, oh, he has man. no sentimentality whatsoever. But uh, my prediction for this, because, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to run out of episodes of The Island, and I keep trying to come up with awful alternatives for what we'll watch after <laughs> that. And this has 12 episodes, and I was like, maybe if it's real bad, we do this instead of Disjointed. And Andy was not enthused but i don't know this might this might be more entertaining more of more of between yeah more between the writing you know what yeah because yeah, i feel like disjointed might just be like the same jokes just like we I, high people say say stupid things yeah i think as far as our sanity goes yeah between is the better choice i i because like okay this show had three solid insane peaks where it was like it oh truly. the writing it's, it truly it's did. Sanity, and I and love I it. And I can't wait to go back to season one, episode one, and fall in love all over again. <laughs> I just, you know, because here's the, here's the thing, and this is season two. Theoretically, the writers have matured, so I want to see when they're in their rougher patches. Oh man, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, but now it's time for good, 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 good watch. Uh, yeah. And I have one. I'll be brief. It is a show on Netflix called The Repair Shop. And if you like watching Bob Ross videos late at night when you can't sleep, or you like, if you're like me and you like watching adorable old men repair damaged guitars in, on YouTube, this show is for you. So I'm really narrow casting. So feel free to ride that skip button until Andy starts talking. But the repair <laughs> shop is this show where it's uh, at a set in a museum in Britain. Well, not set. It's a reality show. And there's these like expert craftsmen and artisans. Like there's a, a watch repairman. There's an upholsterer. There's a furniture, furniture maker. There's a woodworker. There's a metal worker. There's a expert saddle maker. And people bring in their damaged antiques and the people in the repair shop restore them. And it's delightful and super relaxing. And on Netflix, the repair shop. Check it out. Uh, so my good watch is something I've, I've seen this before and I rewatched it again recently. And I just, I really like it. Uh, it's 2007, um, 2007, it's Charlie Wilson's war. Uh, so it's a sort of 
biographical dra- dramatic retelling of of the uh the the cold war in afghanistan um where i guess uh was he, i think a texas congressman charlie wilson did a whole bunch to undermine russia's efforts in expanding into afghanistan and it's uh, in the 80s and it was it's a it's a crazy cool story and sort of honest about the missteps uh, political missteps that america does because at the end of it you know we've supplied the mujahideen mujahideen uh, with weapons and they've um they successfully repulsed the uh the russians and then he's after spending like 500 million dollars okay now don't do uh, that thing where you give away the ending of the movie i'm gonna stop well, you right is, there no well, no okay no nope. this is history though nope. everyone knows this nope not everyone does andy i'm telling you right now so charlie wilson's war written by aaron sorkin starring tom hanks philip seymour <laughs> hoffman julia <laughs> roberts right there's, it's a lot of yeah. good people. I haven't seen Philip it. Seymour Hoffman is excellent. I, I love he's 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 a <laughs> son of as, a soda pop as maker. per usual. Uh, <laughs> he's, yeah, may he's he rest in power, Philip Seymour mm-hmm. Hoffman. Um, but yeah, I don't care if people know history. You should not give away the. So listeners, this is a running joke between Andy and I. Except it's not at all a joke, <laughs> not a joke because not there a joke. have been good watches where Andy gets so excited about what he's talking about, he literally recaps the entire plot, and I have to go in and edit it out later. So <laughs> see, the, the thing is, though, for me, it's about the journey. The ending isn't like 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 someone spoils something for me. It's not even a spoiler. Yeah, it's you're like, one okay, of those weirdos who thinks spoilers don't matter. No one else. <laughs> feels that I'll, way like you can tell me what's gonna happen i'm like okay but i but their interpretation and how they do it like the, and the uh you know the execution that's all the journey i want to see that like that's uh, i think i've just reached a, i've just you know at a higher level he's a monster <laughs> that guy's heaven <laughs> and this is bad watch the bay watch of podcasts <laughs>